This is EdTech Weekly. I'm your host, Ricky Zager. In tonight's show, colleges and others are concerned about net neutrality, how EdTech decision-making works, innovative professional development, and does EdTech really help teachers be better? Joining me, as always, but back, it's been a couple of weeks. Christy, welcome to the show. Ricky, how are you? I'm good. It's good to hear your voice again. And I will say, too, and I haven't mentioned it, um, I don't think, since we've done it, but your new microphone makes a big difference, and it, it sounds really good on the show. It sounds so professional, huh? I know. It's kind of crazy. I'm not sure it fits us, but hey, professionalism, we're, we're working on it. And also, you know, we've been sending out stickers to fans, and I think you may have gotten your stickers. Is that right? I love them. Yes, you did a great job on the logo and the stickers. I'm sure it was a very complicated sticker design, um, but it looks really good. It is on the back of my laptop. It's on my water bottle, and I would love to give them out to people around here. Awesome. Yeah, and it, I, I'll give a shout out to Sticker Mule. I mean, it was super easy. I just uploaded my design logo, and they did the rest and got them really quick. I mean, they said it was going to be like two weeks shipping, and they came just a few days later. So, uh, yeah, if you're looking to get some stickers, it's really not that expensive, and it was kind of cool. So I'm sure we'll make more, and hopefully we'll have other things like coffee mugs to give out to our uh, featured guests in the future. So the problem is we're not bringing in money, so we still have to work on that, right? Um, yeah, so sponsors, go ahead and just contact the show and write a check or send it electronically. Yes. Any old work. We have PayPal, Venmo, um, EdTech Weekly Show. At, or uh, cash, just send cash. Yeah, or cash. Yes, cash. There's a PO. I'll put a PO box on the website. Send cash. No, we don't want you to do that. <laughs> um, well, look. At, I think it's time to get back into it, and we begin as we always do with the EdTech News Rundown. Now, with our first story, I thought we had probably it would be a good idea to address all the recent news about net neutrality and this article from inside higher ed actually explains how net neutrality being rolled back is raising some concerns at colleges so what exactly does rolling back net neutrality mean this is definitely one of those times where it would be nice if matt was here because he could explain this a little bit better but essentially it just means that it gives internet service providers the ability to charge users more to access certain content or to slow content down really for whatever reason they want, but most concerning would be some things that might compete with their own content. Um, this could be troublesome for higher ed and K-12, uh, as well as just the regular consumers, because as education continues to leverage online for content delivery, you know, if they start making uh, ed tech people, or if they may start making K-12 or higher ed pay more to stream videos and whatnot, uh, that could be a problem. I mean, it's already a difficult area because of funding issues, for schools, so paying more definitely could be troublesome. And if you weren't aware, there's an upcoming vote by the FCC in mid-December. I think it's December 13th or 14th. And if you're not following this, um, either from a professional standpoint, ed tech decision maker standpoint, or a uh, consumer normal just citizen standpoint, you really should be. And voicing your opinion on this to your representatives is a really good idea. Uh, Christy, has this been on your radar? I know it's all over every place that I'm looking. Yeah, I do see a lot of it around, and I see our um, Q computer users at, of education, um, that big um, group 
there's um, a lot of, you know, press about that or blog post about contact your, you know, representatives or, you know, that this is a big issue. Net neutrality um, is really important. It is for access and equity. And so, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens in December. It does kind of scare me a bit, though, if we don't have it, you know, who controls it and all that power and, you know, who says you can get it or not. And then, you know, how much is that going to cost all of us? Yeah, it's, I mean, there's one side of it that could really, it's possible that not much changes, but when it turns into people putting money in their pocket, we know how that has worked in the past in many different ways, and uh, big companies are not one to be really concerned about the little guy. So definitely something to be looking into, and hopefully that all works out, because, you know, who knows, maybe even doing a podcast or getting this to be downloaded places might become troublesome if it's not something that they're interested in doing, so... Again, something to be looking out for, for sure. Yeah. All right. Our next story, campustechnology.com reports on research done to, de- to determine how edtech decision-making works. These findings came out of a research project undertaken by the EdTech Efficacy Research Academic Symposium. We'll put a link on edtechweeklyshow.com to the full findings of the report. Some of the more interesting findings are that many decision makers are doing their own research or relying on conferences to help them choose EdTech. The concern there is that they may not be finding what is truly the best option for their students. The study also gave a few recommendations for decision makers, which include things like we've talked about before on the show, such as getting faculty, students, and staff involved early on in the process and running pilots, both small scale and across multiple schools or with other districts. Yeah. What do you think about that, Ricky? Well, first of all, I think I definitely let you have this story because of efficacy. And I was like, I don't want to try to say that word. I'm going to mess that up. So that's why I gave it to you. But I think, I mean, at the end of, you know, what we're really looking for here is, to me, when I see this, get everyone involved as early as you can. Students, faculty, staff, get everyone on the same page about what problems are we addressing with this? How can we tackle this? How can we look at professional development? How can the students be involved in actually making this work? And how is it beneficial for them? Those things need to happen early on. And if you don't do those things, it's probably not going to work out. I mean, you got to involve everyone because as we're seeing, these things are really a huge part of what we're trying to do in schools. And if one of those groups isn't on board, it doesn't matter which one, it can be a problem. For sure. And also what this article talks about is how, you know, teachers are just doing their own research or making their own decisions based on conferences. Um, And I think that's good. You know, everyone's trying things out right now. I see that there's so much out there. What one person likes may another person may not. And, you know, someday that may, you know, that choices may be narrowed. But right now there is just so much um, to choose from. And I do think it is important for teachers to choose what works for them and their students, but also, you know, some sort of screening or vetting. Um, So teachers aren't tasked with sorting through, you know, the vast expanse of Google to find the best tool for them. So I think, you know, we've talked about some tools online here before to help teachers with that. Um, And I think the more we can do that to at least narrow it down and give choices is a good thing. Yeah, I mean, this is going to continue to be an issue. I I don't see there being less choices for ed tech, and I don't see it being less um, important to make those decisions. So it's definitely something that we're always going to be kind of watching the trends and and keeping an eye on things that can help us with that. All right, and our next story, Herald Mail Media is reporting on a pretty interesting and innovative approach to faculty professional development in the Greencastle Antrim School District, which is in Pennsylvania. Superintendent Kendra Trail wanted to make a full spectrum of technology education possible for teachers. 
So they offered many workshops on a day students weren't in school, and then they were in a wide variety of ed tech subjects. They let teachers choose and take ownership over which workshops they attended. And the common themes, however, were helping teachers make sense of using ed tech in the classroom, how to get started using tech without having to become experts, those types of things. And while teacher workshops aren't necessarily innovative and even ed tech ones, I think their approach to offer a full service ed tech experience is definitely different than trainings I've seen at school districts. Um, Christy, I know that you did something similar to this when you did the one-to-one rollout. What are your thoughts on this in general? Is it as groundbreaking as they are making it seem, or is this kind of what you guys do normally? You know, I kind of chuckle at this article, and I'm just looking at to find the date of it, and it's really, yeah, 2017. This is current, because to me, this is not revolutionary. This is not groundbreaking. This is just good practice. And this is the trainings I attend are done this way, the trainings that I'm involved in putting on this is how we do it. You know, you give teachers choice, you offer different sessions, you cater to different levels. Um, I guess I just simply don't know how else you would do it. And so I wonder what they were doing before, but it does seem like this is a good approach. This seems pretty standard out here where I'm at. Um, so I'm yeah. not sure what's going on on in other places. I think, yeah. And I, and I think that's probably it. Like if you're, you you are probably in a group of people, obviously, just in the mere fact that you've gotten interested in doing this show and now that you're on the show with me, I think you're probably on the leading edge of this stuff, even if you think it's everyone who does this, right? So I think overall, it's a good idea when we look at teacher trainings to give them choices. I think that's something that's been done before. I know it's been done in my district. Um, you don't have to go to all the same things. I, I, I felt like they weren't putting the information in the article that I wanted. Like I was wondering if it was a curated sort of experience like you could choose one of four first ones but it was all leveled as in like this is how you interact this is how you use ed tech to reach students this is how you deal with learning how to do ed tech you know if it was if it was leveled like that and they had a whole sort of theme all the way through i think it becomes a lot more interesting and a lot more involved and possibly better but i agree you obviously talked about doing something similar with your uh, rollout, your one-on-one rollout. So it's definitely not groundbreaking, but it is nice that they're featuring stuff like this. And maybe those places that are behind will look at it and learn some stuff. Yeah. You know, I attend um, a lot of Q conferences right now. And so I don't know if it's big out there in Florida, but here in California and on the West Coast, that's really the premier professional learning agency right now. Um, and so they put on national conferences and local rock star camps and their amazing training put on by teachers um, who are doing these things right now. So I really recommend those. And that is really what I try to model ours after. So Nice. Yeah, All right. Our next story from eSchool News, we get the question that has been asked and continues to be asked, is ed tech make, making teachers better? And I'll save you reading this article because they really don't give a definitive answer. What it comes down to, according to the article, is, wait for it, wait for it, yes, balance. If you're using ed tech to engage students and direct them appropriately, then it is most likely going to improve your teaching. But if you let them use technology in an unguided way, then it will go poorly. Basically, don't just put technology in their hands without a purpose, which is something that I'm hoping we have all realized at this point. Yeah, it, there's two things with this. First of all, it's eerily similar to the previous article because I think like you kind of look at this and go, yeah, I mean, you know, no duh. Like, of course, like you don't, you're going to want to have them guided no matter, even if it's ed tech or not, you want your students to be guided in a way with, through their learning. So unguided is a bad idea no matter if we're talking about technology or not. 
Um, and I almost didn't put this in the show because it feels like clickbait, right? You see this headline, oh, our teachers, is EdTech making teachers better? And it's like, oh, I got to see this. You know, what are they going to say? And I got to be honest with you, it sure left me wanting more or wanting something um, at all. So it may go into exactly what that last article was, is to just, you know, maybe it's a slow time for eSchool News and some of these other places. So they're just kind of putting things in there that maybe aren't so groundbreaking, but the title makes it worth people looking at anyway. Um, I did love the last line in this article. I have to admit it said, are you ready to start with your classroom? Question mark. And there was really no like place to click to call. To, you know, I was like, oh, cool. There, maybe this is better than I thought because maybe there's like a place to go, a resource yeah, that's going to help you. Yeah. Right. And it just wasn't there. So, um, you know, we've used eSchool News a lot and, you know, we can it's okay for there occasionally to not be a great story in there. But I thought it was relevant because this question is something that people are asking. And they also do talk about, of course, ed tech makes us more efficient in some ways, attendance and grades and other types of things that we don't have to quite spend as much time on. I mean, back in the day, thankfully, before I was a teacher, when you had to calculate all your grades, like using math in, in a calculator or your head or something, come on, that's not fun. So it's definitely good on some level and helps teachers. But uh, this article definitely didn't give me what I was looking for. That's for sure. You'd like a more balanced approach to an article? Is that what you're saying, <laughs> Mickey? We, you know, to make good articles, make them a little more balanced. That's all I'm saying. Uh, balance in everything. When or you said informative. The, yeah, informative would be a good start. Um, you know, we talked about when you were saying balance, I'm like, yes, this is just like, this is the buzzword for life in all ways, right? Eating, you have to have balance. You know, exercise, you have to have balance. Life, balance. I mean, work life balance. Yeah. Everything is about balance. So that's good. Well, now listen, if you are interested in uh, talking to the show, getting on the show in some way, uh, we do still have that featured ed tech going down in your town. And I know uh, Christy's working on somebody to be in that. And we sort of, canceled the show a couple times when she had somebody lined up so we'll get that back in please email us edtechweekly at gmail.com hit up the subreddit at edtechweekly.reddit.com put stories in there and other things we've had some people interacting so go ahead and get in there um, we have over like 100 people subscribed that actually you know pay attention to that subreddit so get in there and make something fun happen for uh, teachers in ed tech. We're not going to do a discussion segment today. I want to keep it short. It's getting close to the holidays. Christy, we'll probably have uh, one, maybe two more shows before Christmas because I know it gets pretty hectic this time of year. But we'll definitely be back next week. Please remember, give us a review on iTunes. Um, it's easy to do. And then if you want a sticker, after you do that, just let me know. Email me or you can hit us up on Twitter at 4TechTeachers for me or at Christy M. Warren. For Christy, um, again, uh, we'll send out those stickers. We got a bunch of them, and I'm pretty happy with them. They're pretty cool. I got a couple on my computer. Some coworkers have them on. We sent them out, and our former guests are going to be getting them as well soon. So, uh, yeah, big things for the show. We have our own stickers. I mean, come on. If we're not legit now, when will we ever be? Totally legit with stickers. Just wait till we get coffee mugs. Oh, it's game over when we get coffee mugs. All right, Christy. Well, thanks for being on the show. Be remember to check out edtechweeklyshow.com for any links to stories this week. And uh, we will see you next time on EdTech Weekly. Weekly.